Yo, it's your boy DC. Welcome back to another episode of the Gentleman's Hour. Thank you for tuning in. With me, as always, my partner, Emmanuel. How you doing, bro? What you got going on? Dude, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for asking. Uh, you know, same old, same old. Uh, keep training jujitsu. My boxing workouts have been on point. Uh, sadly, on Thursday during sparring, I sprained my shoulder. So that means I'm going to be out for two weeks. Uh, yesterday, I went to my therapist. Shout out Dr. Fortuna. Um... Yeah, and man's got me got me better. Not not completely hundred percent, but you know he said rest two weeks, so mm -hmm. that's what I'm gonna do. Put some ice on my shoulder, and yeah, keep being good. But other than that, uh, life is good, man. How about you? Nah, you know, uh, doing midterms, getting caught up with school, um, all that all that college stuff. But uh, other than that, you know, taking it easy, um, working out, you know, spending time with you breaking down the fights, watching the fights, you know, and, uh, yeah, you know, like you said, same old, same, but, uh, you know, another eventful weekend yes, in the sir. UFC world. Yes, sir. What do we have to go down? Okay. Yesterday, Saturday, UFC 259. Mm -hmm. Let's start with the main event. Oh, so we're, we're getting into it. Banging, Straight in, no prelims, right? no, none of that bullshit. All right. What, what, so what, what went down? We'll start out with, uh, Habib Jr., Good old Islam Makachev versus Drew Dober. Uh -huh. Basically, you know, Islam was the favorite to win. I had bet on Drew Dober. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. had uh, Joe Dober as well. You know, I had to back you up on that. But uh, what went down? So basically, you know, Islam grappling is obviously below, I mean, above par everyone in the UFC lightweight division. Except maybe Charles Oliveira might give him some, some work. Uh, Tony Ferguson could be challenge but other than that um scrappling totally shined uh dober failed to stop a lot, a lot of his takedowns mm -hmm. um the stand-up he had little success but the second he clinched with with islam straight to the ground this happened for three rounds all three rounds um what was impressive though was that drew dober was uh he was in a submission he almost got submitted by armbar, mm -hmm. but he showed heart. He got the leg over his head, so he managed. He, so yeah, so he managed to get out of the armbar attempt and survive the rest of the round. Um, and basically, Islam's game plan really just showed that it was basically all going to be trips, get him tight it, <laughs> get him tight it, and uh, yeah, win the game. He basically ground and pounded him. Round three, I was so confused why Dober jumped guard after having no success with him on the ground. Yeah. Uh, basically that basically that cost him the the fight you know it led to a submission um via arm bar i mean arm triangle excuse me and the really cool thing about it was that islam got their arm triangle in a half guard yeah so when he had the one leg wrapped uh islam put his right arm around drew dober's neck and he basically he had no no protection or like anything to to protect his neck from the squeeze so when Islam came to squeeze his neck. Um, he had his shoulder on the other side of his head, by the way. And so when he came to squeeze, he squeezed like a motherfucker, bro. <laughs> I thought that dude, like, his face was super red. I'm like, holy shit. He tapped immediately. He tapped twice. The ref wasn't, like, wasn't coming in to, to save stop, him. Stop the fight. Yeah. So, basically, Islam came out with an impressive victory. Uh, he he called out Tony Ferguson. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a, that's a big, big ask, you know. Islam is ranked, what, 14? Ranked number 14, and Tony's ranked, I think, 3 or 4, 3 or 4. Um, so, yeah, so, that I mean, that's a big level difference. That's a big difference. Yeah, a big uh, level difference, and also, you know. Difference in levels, excuse me. Um, like you said, that's a, like, he's calling big shots because, you know, Tony Ferguson is a legend in the game. So, you know, he's had back-to-back -back defeats, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Um you know, and the re the reason why he calls out uh, Tony Ferguson was because the the fight that was never made but the fans always wanted was Habib versus Tony. That fight was probably I mean probably made like what five times. Five times, tried and to all five times always something, something something happened something was in the way. So I think that would be a good fight to make. Yeah. So Islam basically just said like he just wants to make him shut up because you know Habib retired as a champ, mm -hmm. quote unquote retired. Um, and so yeah, so Islam wants to. A little bit of the boogeyman, the <laughs> kukui. What else did we have going down on at UFC 259, bro? Next up, we had the greatest women's fighter of all time, mm -hmm. the great Amanda Nunes, and she fought against Megan Anderson. 
And Megan, no pushover, but yeah, again, man. like I just recently said, there's levels to to MMA, and you know what, Amanda's, Amanda's been doing this for a long time. She's fought Misha Tate, Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm, Holly Holm um, people like that, and Cyborg. She, oh, Cyborg! Yeah, how could you forget Cyborg? Um, and basically, she's beating those people, and now she's taking on like the new contenders, like the new wave of fighters in women's, you know, fight, uh, the fight game. And Megan Megan Anderson has impressive victories too. So, Amanda basically came out from the, from the start of the fight. Mama Bear power is what I told Danny yeah. before the fight. Came out with a straight right overhand. And instantly you could tell it yeah, hurt Megan, her. Megan felt that power. Megan there. was like, what the fuck? She yeah. started walking on wobbly legs. Her knees buckled. And then they tried to clinch. And Megan was... Uh, her feet were parallel to each other, so she had no, like, back foot to... Balance herself. Yeah, so basically, Amanda just pushed her over, and from there, just whooped her ass, ground Hell and yeah. pound. Um, after that, she tried going for an arm bar. It didn't work. Uh, after that, she went for, like, a like a triangle lock, which basically means, like, you're making a figure four with your legs. And then she pulled her arm again for an arm bar, and then from yeah. there... yeah. She was about to break her her arm if, if she didn't tap exactly. Yeah, and our react or my reaction at least, I was screaming because uh, that that would have been nasty. That would have been very very nasty to see. And personally, like you know me who practice jujitsu every week, like daily, I know what an arm armbar submission feels like. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I mean I haven't broken anything, but I can definitely tell you I've definitely hyperextended my arms multiple times. You know and. Just the, with the hyperextension, that that shit hurts. Yeah, and yeah. I know from you personal experience when you you uh, broke your arm, right? Yeah, dislocated my elbow. Oh yeah, well, I, that I, I mean I wouldn't know, but I'd rather dislocate my elbow than have a broken arm. You know, yeah, <laughs> have a little <laughs> dangling <laughs> arm. But uh, yeah, um, Megan tapped. I mean, what, what Thank was God. The, what was the the term? You know, you use it was like an in and out. You know. Quick oh, fight. flawless victory, baby. Yeah, pay, quick payday for, for, I mean, both fighters, but, you know, Amanda had to do what she had to do. It was called a non-event fight there you go, that the commentators uh, used. At, but uh, the official says, I think it was, like, two punches that Amanda got. Well, the UFC pub, uh, published the post saying that she only got hit twice. That's that's a great day at the office, Hell if you ask yeah. me. So, quick turnaround, you know. So, so. Amanda defends her 145 uh, belt, mm-hmm. and now she's going to drop down to 135 to defend that belt now. So, um I mean, Amanda's double champ probably will retire as double champ. So don't don't bet against Amanda in the near future. Hell yeah! Or don't bet what well, well, we've learned. Don't bet against Brazilians <laughs> because they always prove you wrong, and they're just a different breed. Yeah, I mean, in terms of jujitsu, it's Brazilian oh, jujitsu for yeah. so, for hell a reason, yeah. you know. Hell yeah! So uh, after that, we had Jan versus Sterling. You wanna give me some some insight on what happened there? Yeah, so it was a very good competitive fight, you know, up till, you know, for those of you who saw the fight, um, the incident that took place. Um, you know, Jan was winning uh, on two scorecards. Uh, one judge had it for Sterling. You know, you could have seen it either way, but, you know. It was a competitive fight. It was very, a very competitive fight. You know, we saw Sterling gassing out a little bit, you know, doing some weird tricks. But um, Yeah, so, like, I think uh, it was very competitive, like I said. uh Jan, the current champion, uh, taking on Sterling. 19-3. 19-3, yeah, that's, that's an impressive victory. And you know what? Jan messed up. I mean, he threw the illegal knee. Yeah. And it was just like, whoa, what the... F-? Like, the, like for a UFC fighter... Because, I mean, you're going into that cage. You know the rules. The, the, the ref talks to you, you know, in the locker room. The and- thing is with Jan, like, I, he's Russian. So, I think that was a miscommunication. And keep in mind that... They're fighting in the Apex Stadium, and which basically is the UFC's like headquarters for like practice and shit. Um, so there's no fans, obviously, as everyone knows. And, <laughs> yeah. And you know what? So you can hear your coaches. So it's basically like a sparring match, per, like almost, but not. You know, it's an actual it's title fight. It's a title for sure. fight for the bantamweight championship. You know, and he has Sterling on the ground. He grabs his head. He knees him with all the force in his fucking power. And before. Before anything, uh, the ref, shout out to, I, I don't know, we call them the Milk Dud, you know. <laughs> I call them the Milk Dud, but... The, I think it's something Smith. Mark Smith, I think. Oh, I don't know. But shout out to him. He was he refereed the fight, and then he even said down. the Like, he said Sterling is down. Yeah, so, like, yeah, so be careful with the significant strikes. Right, and so... And his coaches, saying, his coaches said punches only, only mm-hmm. punches. And then I think Jan said, like, oh, kick or, like, knee. 
And someone in his corner, not the head coach, said, yes, yes. And I think that there was a miscommunication. And um, we didn't know that up until Habib told DC, which is one of the commentators for the fight. Mm-hmm. And so that was intentional. But right. but he didn't know that it was like that he was completely grounded. Or I'm not sure like really what happened. Like but said, it was a huge miscommunica- miscommunication. And, and that sadly cost him his title right he lost his t- championship and he was winning on the card which was like the most like disappointing like okay you're losing okay i guess like you were gonna lose anyways maybe mm-hmm. but you know you're the champ you're winning two 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 uh two scorecards against one that's that's that and sterling becomes the first champion to via disqualify yeah and shout out to aljo you know he really wanted to continue and he, obviously no one wants to win that way but you know, um, he, he had heart. Just, he, he had heart. He he had heart, but there was no way in heck, you know, he was gonna. He tried to stand up, and he oh, he, he just was, wobbled yeah, off. Like yeah. that's why that's why I mean by he had good heart. You know, like he tried to fight, even though like he was completely rattled, and stopping the fight was probably the best thing that was mm-hmm. was done because if he gets up and they allow him to fight, he's gonna get knocked out in the next punch. Right. The next yeah, punch, yeah. he was he was completely gone. He probably get got a concussion to be honest. Yeah, but uh. Dana White said that nothing, you know, too crazy happened to him. He's cleared. Hopefully that fight, you know, there's a quick turnaround. Obviously, with Sterling being in good health. Probably international fight week. That would be a very... That's July, right? Yeah, probably. that's probably mm-hmm. when it will take place. So, so the good news is it'll 100% be, be rebooked. But, you know, now Sterling will be champion. But yeah. technically, you know... Jan is still, like, the champion. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Oh, uh, Sterling needs to come up with a better game plan. Because oh yeah, yeah. I think, I think DC was saying, you know, his cardio is there; he can keep up. But just like the way he was fighting, and we he was too too much too much pressure, too much volume, and he yeah. ended up gassing himself out. Yeah. You could tell in the third round he started dipping, and he was just like throwing. What was he throwing? Uh, back fists and back. Uh, oh, a lot of spinning stuff, and especially if you're losing the fight, and there's so much time left in the round, that's not the thing you want to be doing. You don't mm-hmm. want to go for. Something that consumes a lot of your energy, especially if it's a five-round fight and a title fight, especially like this is a fight that can change your life, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's, a, it's you're in the fight, adrenaline's high. You're just trying to get in, get out like Amanda. Yeah. And, and then the main event. Main event, man. My boy Izzy against John Blahovitz. Izzy didn't didn't become champ champ sadly, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It was a good technical fight. You know, yeah, it was two two sure. going to the fifth round. Um, Izzy's striking was really good. Jan had, like, he was very patient in this fight. Hell yeah. Um, the thing that ended up causing Izzy the fight was the ground game. Mm-hmm. Izzy didn't pack, in, pack on any weight for his move up to light heavyweight. Keep in mind, he's the mid- middleweight champion, 185. He moved up all the way to 205. Which that's, is the way he walks around. And like you said... That's his natural weight without cutting weight. Right. right. And that's 20 pound difference. Like, and Jan has to cut weight to make 205 mm-hmm. so basically it was like a middleweight or like a light heavyweight versus a heavyweight you yeah know? And, and i think uh yan come he came into the fight weighing like 220 so he, again, he's a big boy he was he, thick, mr he, thick boy in there um yeah so the fifth round he he, he got a takedown and izzy just his legs were fatigued he said couldn't get him off no couldn't and, get him and, off and like you said he had a smart game plan because in the earlier rounds you know we were saying damn like Izzy does not respect this guy's power. Like, he's just, like, pressure, pressure, pressure. And then towards, the, like, you know, the fourth and fifth round, like you said, like, his legs weren't weren't there anymore. So he just, like, took advantage of it and then just controlled the fight on, like, on the ground. Yeah, and Izzy played a dangerous game. Like, he had his hands down. Like, mm-hmm. when I was watching the fight, I'm like, holy shit. I even stepped away from, like, the fifth round for, like, a minute. I'm like, no, I can't watch this, bro. This man's <laughs> going to get knocked out right now. But, um, I mean, there goes the chances of, of the fans seeing that John, John Jones, Jones versus Izzy fight. And, I mean, by what I saw, I mean, John Jones would probably be a bigger favorite if that fight were ever to happen again. John Jones even said, well, <laughs> there goes that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, sadly, sadly, Izzy lost. But there's no there's no harm in that. He, he, yeah. he dared to be great, try to be champ champ. And, you know, now Jan is undisputed and still. Champion, so, light heavyweight and, champion. And he finally got the credit he deserved because a lot of people, um, you know, were not crediting him. Like, yes, he was a champion, but, like, people weren't giving him that champion. Like Reputation, type, yeah. Reputation, They yeah. thought that Izzy was going to win immediately. So, 
I mean, what's next for Izzy? I think he he, he said he's gonna drop down drop back down to middleweight division and, and show these guys what's up. Yeah, I mean, wh- what more does he have to do in middleweight? The only interesting fight in the middleweight division for him now is Kevin Holland if he can peck on a couple more wins and Drew. I mean, uh, Darren Till if he can even win a fight. Wait, yeah. I mean, he's fighting good people too. He fought Robert Whitaker. He fought Gastelum. He won one, lost one. So I mean. Yeah, I mean, I think the ideal or like the ideal situation would be for um, Darren Till to win. Maybe one or two fights. Probably two fights. He's gonna fight Vittori, think so? I think. Yeah, because Robert Whitaker's gonna fight Paulo Costa. Both men, Izzy beat mm-hmm. impressively. Uh, do you think one of those guys will get the title shot after? I think I think the winner of that fight between Whitaker and Costa versus the winner of Darren Till. And Martin Vittori mm-hmm. will have the chance to fight Izzy. Okay. People like Derek Brunson, Brad Tavares, all those people, they got ways to go still. <laughs> Kevin Holland probably might have a chance to jump up. And Hazma, if he comes back. Yeah. Do you think he's retired? Uh, from what he's saying, like, he got COVID, guys, so... Uh, and he's he, been feeling the long-term effects. Yeah, he's gotten depressed and anxiety and shit like that. So, I think he comes back, but just got to give him time. Decent, decent. So, uh, what's up in the world of entertainment, baby? What well, we got? T- touching on, you know, entertainment-wise, entertainment you know, the All-Star Game is always a huge, huge event down in the NBA community. Uh, unfortunately, there will be no fans for this year that's being hosted in Atlanta. Uh, but, we, you know, we have Team LeBron versus Team Durant. A lot of people aren't as excited. Even the players, LeBron came out and said that, you know, he wasn't up for an All-Star Game. But, you know, the show must go on. It's a tradition. So, it'll be exciting to watch. Uh, like I said, no fans. Um, they're playing for charity. When's this game? Uh, tonight at 7. Okay. So, seven. definitely tune in. I think they're playing for UNICEF. I think UNICEF partnered with the NBA for tonight's game. So, that'll be, you know, it's always exciting to watch as well as the other events. Um, but the formatting, you know, this year's, you know, given the the, the pandemic. pandemic and everything, um, a lot of fans were just like, the format it was done, you know, there were there weren't players being called in. Some events were just packed. Some pl- some events didn't even take place. But ne- nevertheless, you know, it'll be an exciting uh, event that you know a lot of people can watch tonight. But WandaVision, the series finale, episode nine. Give me your initial reactions. Don't know, baby. I was so excited, bro. First of all, I was t- I was happy that it was like the end, like the end, and not that it was like a bad show per se, but like. I was just tired of all this, like, oh, uh, episode ends, cliffhanger, seven more days. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm like, come on, man. Just give me the whole fucking season already so I can fucking start watching it. But nah, Marvel was like, nah, I'm, I need you to come back. But it's okay. I have shares in Disney, and man's is doing good. So big up Disney. So um, basically, you know, like, the cliffhanger for uh, episode eight was like, when Agnes finally like was out oh, out and about in the village yeah. and she's like whooping that ass, you know, and so it ended there. So I'm like, ah, oh, come on, man, at least give us a little bit of the sequence. Yeah. So then that's where it starts off, right? Um, just straight up action, and then White Vision comes in, the sentient body or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically, Wanda Vision dukes it out with <laughs> Agnes, and uh, <laughs> and White Vision fights himself, but you know. The ship of the- Theodis or whatever. Theseus, Theseus. Oh, Theseus, you know, yeah. all that. That was actually a pretty good yeah. question. I was starting to think about it. Um, you guys need to watch it because I'm not about to explain all this shit again. Um, what else? Like, um, Vision, uh, White Vision uh, finally, like, knows who he is, I guess. Right. But, like, they don't, they don't leave, they don't, like, tell us That's that. That's the it, typical Marvel it's shit. It's a fucking do. plot hole. I'm like, God damn it, motherfucker. Um, it was cool uh, to see. Uh, and then the ending, you know, everyone's free and Wanda Vision. I mean, Wanda just like escapes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Monica Rambo meets the scrolls, so that yeah. was pretty cool. So I thought it was gonna be Captain Marvel. Uh, well, uh, my thing is, I think it's Nick Fury. Per the big ass cameo, Paul yeah. Bettany fucked us up. Uh, also, big big thing. We finally got that classic comic book uh, look. Yeah, for for Scarlet Witch. Oh, and she all, finally got called Scarlet Witch, right? Oh yeah, it brought all banger, bro. That. The way that uh, she is a banger, <laughs> the way they designed it, <laughs> I think it was pretty good. Oh yeah, um, I like everything. Bro, I, I'm excited for, like you said, the plot holes they left at the end of the show. Man, they better explain that. It'll probably show up in uh, Doctor Strange's movie. Yeah, I hope they explain it. Uh, or season two. 
If they continue yeah, the series. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Uh, bro, Marvel Marvel's killing it right now. Uh, another show. Yeah, fuck you, DC. <laughs> another show that is going to premiere in two weeks. Uh, the cap. Oh, almost said the Captain and the Winter Soldier. The, <laughs> Falcon, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, definitely will be more action packed. So that's definitely your type of show. Yeah, I'm. I'm more excited just because I'm more of a Captain America fan uh-huh. after Spider Man. Uh, so geek mode activated. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm more excited for that one because you know Zemo, smart ass motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the the connection that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier have. So it's kind of like. Like love hate relationship, yeah. so that that would bring like a little bit of comedy relief into it, mm-hmm. and the action. I mean, it should yeah. be good. And the budget for these are like insane. They're like spending like at like, the end at the end of like the whole uh, series. It's like the amount they would spend on a movie. Yeah, and it's good because you have like almost the same amount of time of a movie, but mm-hmm. just spread it out. And you can like um, what's it called? You can like um just find out and dive into the backstory of like so many characters yeah there's more time for character development basically yeah. so yeah definitely it'll be action-packed they're what, bringing two weeks from now yeah they're they're bringing back as you mentioned uh zemo they're also bringing in agent 13 or sharon carter uh, uh so, peggy carter's niece for my geeks out there <laughs> <laughs> uh i really like well the thing is like yeah they left plot holes in wandavision i'm really liking how they're bringing back like previous characters that we've seen watch them leave more plot holes oh oh well, then you have so freaking uh the loki series that will be oh after. It, even a bigger plot hole man yeah so alternate time oh bro we're getting into the multiverse everything so yeah definitely excited for that and like i said action-packed we also have um the 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 mutants are being developed as the new working title for for yeah. marvel uh, in the X-Men. Well, before we touch on that, can we just talk about what happened at the end of WandaVision? The big cutscene, I mean, like, the post credit scenes, I mean, where, where, like, basically, Wanda has a power of, like, oh, turning a, into two people, I it's guess. A, it's called, like, that, uh, damn, we just watched Doctor Strange, where you freaking pull yourself from, an, uh, your astral, um, physical form or something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, it's just like twitching like a motherfucker too. No, like. I'm telling you, I've been saying she's probably the most powerful Avenger. Um, that bro, she has so much power, so much power. And when every time I'm like pop 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 pop, I'm like, don't know. As long as Captain Marvel doesn't win. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, uh, I think like you uh implied, you know, Doctor Strange is gonna you know tie into it, probably calm her down, be like, nah. Chill out, fam. Chill, Chill out. out. And uh, we also heard um. Uh, her children screaming for help, like, Mom, help me, Mom, help me. Probably maybe Mephesto from the comics. You know, OG idea. Yeah. Um, that was my theory, guys, just so you know. And he never came to light, which freaking sucked, because everyone was banking Mephesto, Mephesto, Mephesto. And then it turned out to be some freaking old-ass witch. <laughs> um, yeah, but definitely it would be, be pretty, pretty awesome to see that play out. Hopefully it plays out, but, you know, Marvel knows what they're doing. Um, and basically, Wanda's like... The big bad, as of right now, like, she's slowly forming into the big bad, as... Do you think she's going to be a villain? In the future? Well, she she was never a villain, though, like, in different... But, I mean, when you say big bad, I'm like, thinking Thanos bad, you know, that's oh, the big bad right there for well, me. Well, for, for right now, I think after Doctor Strange 2, um... Man, always got to be babysitting after her. God damn, bro. After After Doctor Strange 2, I think she'll, like, come back. We'll, yeah, we'll see. Chill out, yeah, before... Um... She gets murdered. There, there was like she was doing an interview. It was like with a British uh, station. Oh, with the House of M storyline. That and also they were like, oh, uh, you know, Spider Man is filming. Like, there's gonna be different like Sp- Spider Man. She said that. Or no, the, the dude was saying there might be like different Spider Men mm-hmm. in the movie. Like, is there a possibility we'll we'll see you? And she gave that like, uh, like. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. If everyone, if you're saying everyone's showing up, I might make an appearance. So, you know the. Oh, so she's kind of like teasing us. Yeah. Right? So we'll see, cause freaking uh, Evan Peters was like, "Oh, it's the X Men crossover," and. No, no, no. He could stay in his little universe. Mr. Nah, nah, Mr. Ra- Ralph Boner. <laughs> huh. Y- you go there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but damn, I, like you said, man, I wish I would uh, just continue like. It just so happens that he looks like the X-Men Quicksilver. Like, and they should have explained it more. 
Cause they just like. Well, he, he would. He didn't have like the hair combed to the side or the fucking ugly ass goggles. Yeah. But like, but I mean, like he just so happy to like, look. they should have just explained. No, I think that was kind of like an Easter egg. That and Marvel if, and if it's just that, us. that was some BS. That was like some. Nah, like, nah, it's okay. Yeah, it's a lot. Nah, nah. Big ups, Marvel. <laughs> Big ups. Nah, but yeah, Agatha Harkness. Hark, <laughs> Agatha Harkness. Uh, that was a very good like story plot. Hush, like that plant. Down, whatever. <laughs> oh, it was alright. I thought I was. Well, I, well, I was banking on Mephisto to be honest. Like after like they went to the basement, yeah, and then so they saw that freaking door. I'm like, oh, Mephisto gonna be right behind that door, and like. So what? Like you know, we've seen all the episodes. Souls. We've seen all the episodes. What What would you rate it out of ten? Out of ten. Oh, can I rate it out of five stars? Fine, five stars. Because I know math might be a little too hard for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, funny guy. Uh, I would probably give it like a. Oh, like a three and a half, four-ish. Yeah. Definitely not five. Hell yeah, man. yeah. But it's definitely... Four at, at best. And that's being nice. So three and a half, four? Yeah, well, that's because I'm, I'm not too big of a critic on it, so... Yeah, I, like I mean, stuff. yeah. Um, shout out to Justin. <laughs> huh. uh, what's it called? Uh, but it's definitely raised the ball. The, the, oh, my the God. The bar? The bar, yeah. There you go. It it definitely has raised the bar for future uh, Marvel TV shows. Yeah, I mean, don't know. Next two weeks from now, better show than WandaVision. Oh, better show. You're calling it now? Oh, easy. I, I think it will. Easy. Like the trailers we've seen and oh, everything. Oh, easy. Yeah. Easy. Definitely, definitely uh, interesting. And I like I said, um, Marvel is developing the X Men under the New Mutants. Uh, or the new damn the mutants. The movie like it's gonna be called. The mutants. Okay, yeah, there you go. Damn, they were struggling a little bit, but yeah, they yeah. clarified. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are like, "Oh, why don't we call them the X Men or whatever?" I think it's just since we've been used to that title from the yeah, Fox probably X Men. Um, but yeah, it's. I was expecting Wanda to like freaking say more mutants because you know uh, Agatha was like, "Oh, you don't know what you have on." Oh right, right, right. So I was like, "Oh, there you go, X Men." Slowly, I build them up, but okay. Well, what else? What else we got? Oh, uh, we have. The first look at Space Jam 2. You know, we, I'm pumped for that one. A lot of people have been, uh, you know, waiting. And I, I'm one of those people who you just expressed your... your <laughs> yeah, bro. Let's go. Um, it's been, like... It's been 20 years. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody, like, when the first look came out... A lot of, you know, people are always going to shit on new things. Um, but I really liked how, like, the design looked. And with the new technology that's available... Um, Bugs looks great. We had a special cameo from different Warner Brother properties, such as Team Harry, uh, Harry Cheeks, who also known as Kong. Uh, and we also have uh, the Joker making an appearance. Pennywise the clown. So my question is: For this Joker, is it the new Joker, or is it like Schneider's cut Joker, or is it like? Well, from the image, because. Uh, obviously, with the pandemic, everything was pushed back. I think this movie was supposed to come out last year or early this year, um, and they they played a like special behind the scenes look uh, to to like the people in attendance uh, at a, a convention, and it would look it looks similar to the Suicide Joker, so like um, Jared Leto's Joker. Oh, but okay. we don't know. A lot of people are like, ooh, are, ooh, are these ooh. actors gonna come and play him uh, back? Or they're just gonna be like you know. I think they're just gonna be cameos. Like I, I find it really hard to believe. Like, like let's say like LeBron's team is gonna play other teams in order to play the Monsters, if that's what they're gonna be called this time. Like imagine playing next to Pennywise the Clown and Joker and other villains. I'm like oh I don't know how I feel about playing mm-hmm. with you guys. You know. Yeah, and also Don Cheadle is the villain in this video. Oh uh, yeah. In this movie, yeah, he uh, the plot. Um, that a lot of people have been given is that he steals LeBron James's kid. Uh oh. So basically, you're telling me Bronny Jr. ran away with uh, his drug, his drug dealer. Uh, not necessarily. Oh. <laughs> you know, we'll just uh, we'll assume he doesn't. But Bronny wasn't casted in this movie, and you know, I thought that, that would have been like I know Bronny does not. I think he's 15. He looks nothing like a 15 year old. But I think Bronny would have been a. A super like cool thing to do because not only do you have that raw, you know, uh, chemistry, yeah, yeah, um, because um, the, MJ, uh, MJ's kids were in the were, first Space Jam, right? Yeah. yeah, and so that like although they had like a small scene, it, it was like it gives it a different feel, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, they they had like a small role, like they helped uh, Bugs and Daffy get the um, MJ's shorts and shit like that. So, yeah. 
don't know. It would have been cool, but I guess or whatever. Well, I, the thing is, like, I think Ronnie or his kid will play a huge uh, role because I think they're playing to get him back or something because he's being held hostage. Or Alright, whatever. Good job, Warner Brothers. Dropping the ball yet again, but they're they're pushing out like some good ass content, like with the like in the future. You have uh, Kong or Godzilla vs Kong coming out. You have the Snyder Cut coming out. Four hour movie. You ready for that? Hell yeah! I mean, we've stayed to it. Okay, it's not gonna be as good as our three hour uh, Avengers Endgame. Oh hell no! I think it's just like for the culture, I guess. You know what I think too? Like why it's gonna not do as well as everyone thinks is because Endgame had such a long build up. It's like what twenty two Marvel movies to build up Endgame. Twenty three, yeah. Right, and then Snyder said, "Oh, he had like a four, like a three or four movie plan to like have its own Endgame situation." Mm-hmm. And I think I don't know, like they're they're gonna just try putting everyone. They have Dark Side, I think, mm-hmm. and other villains Second in it now. Wolf, yeah. It's supposed to be a director's cut, but they're adding more footage to it. And I know, like, um, what was it, Josh Sweden or yeah, Josh Sweden, uh. He took over after, uh, you know, some stuff went down with uh, Snyder's personal life. Um, Snyder directed apparently like twenty five percent of the movie. The the event happened, um, and then you know Joss Whedon, uh, you know, made it his vision. So he took the wheel from there and yeah. basically ruined it. And that's a lot of people like really had. Oh, when I first saw it, I thought it was a shitty movie. I thought it was a bad movie, and sadly I owned it because there was no other way to see the movie mm-hmm. besides buy it, so I couldn't rent it. But the thing is, like, the issue here, I think, in my opinion, is, like, okay, this movie was meant to, like, lead to other movies, right? right. And they're going to continue to do that. I think they're going to have a Deathstroke uh, scene with Batman. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, um, touch on Batman's movie that was supposed to come out. Right. Um, we'll expl- explain what happened to Robin, how he got murked. Um, I hope. I hope they touch on that. Yeah, because that was kind of a weird, like, I mean, it makes sense, I guess. But, but they never explained it. They just, like... He got murked. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, so, I mean, I guess, like, I'm excited for it, but, like, at the same time, like, ah, whatever. Yeah, I, I completely... DC should just stop making movies <laughs> as a whole. I completely, like, agree with you. I think it's crazy how the fans pressured a studio to, like, okay, like, the fans want it, let's give it to them. But at the same time, it's, you know, Zack Snyder said he's not going to continue. He, he probably won't come back to um, continue his story. Well, unless the fans have enough support i you know that'd be cool to see i just like i don't think so it's like super warner brothers has a tendency of just like like freaking chopping off and having bad relationships with directors because uh christopher nolan mr batman himself uh was highly critical when it was announced you know a lot of movies were going to go on streaming instead of you know theaters and all that and Zack snyder and warner brothers didn't get along with the whole uh justice league uh, shenanigans, you know, there is a Snyder Cut. Is there a Snyder Cut? Um, it's just, like, unfortunate because we're not going to see... Con- as, as far as we're concerned, or as far as we know, there's not going to be Justice League 2, Justice League 3, like, for a good five years or something like that. Until they rebooted with the Flash movie, but whatever. DC, I don't care about you guys. Shout out to you guys, though. Uh, Big Us Marvel once again. <laughs> but, in other words, we have... Uh, Another movie that I'm actually pretty excited about. And what movie is that? It's kind of like Taken meets John Wick. Um, it's Michael B. Jordan's new movie. It, mm-hmm. it should be on Amazon. I think you told me before the podcast. Uh, Without Remorse. It's going to be a Tom Clancy yeah. based novel. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, the trailer looks look dope. And Michael B. Jordan did uh, tease it on his Instagram You know, with the whole army stuff. So I think it would be definitely a great movie. Like you said, John, we- John Wick meets Taken. So. Yeah, I think it should be cool. And I don't know if they'll lead into more movies. I think it depends on the success of the first one. Right. But just the way, like, like tactical setup and, like, mm-hmm. the the way, like, the the screen is shown. Or I don't know how, like, the how cinem- to explain The cinematography? It. Yeah, exactly. Um, Everything just Spot on point. On. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, A movie I really enjoyed, you know, like, similar to that was The Extraction with uh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, a banger! Yeah, the way the... The Russo brothers, once again. The way the movie was filmed and directed, it was just like, it flows so naturally. The fight sequences were like a little bit more realistic. Yeah, so, you know, Michael B. Jordan is a talented actor. You know, he's done, you know, a lot of great projects uh, during his career. So, I mean, he's 
uh, growing up, you know, he's becoming a big name in the industry, and I'm pretty sure this movie will, you know, as well, hopefully he'll, he'll de- kill deliver. It. He'll kill it, yeah, he'll definitely kill it. Yeah, he'll also kill, you know, along the way in that movie, as we saw in the trailer. Yeah, except he won't make a comeback in uh, oh. Black Panther 2. No, Just saying, he I just want to... I, we're going to touch on it really quick. No, 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 no. <laughs> Allow it. All right, all right. Well, if if the news comes forth, oh, I'm going to be so excited. <laughs> but we'll, we'll tease you uh, guys with that. But entering a new, like, our segment that we're very excited about, Enter the Mind. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I got a question for you, bro. Hit me. And it's, you know, it comes with, uh, it's a oh, loaded question, don't bro. you worry about it. Come on, bro. All right, all right. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh shit! <laughs> what are, what are guys' biggest insecurities when talking to a girl or meeting a girl for the first time? <sighs> sure did put me on the spot there. <laughs> I had to. Bro. Um, biggest insecurities that a guy faces when talking to a girl—that's yeah. that's the question. Okay. Uh, well, I can only speak through personal experience. Right. Um, growing up, I was kind of like shy, and I think most guys are. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not, then you're fucking capping. <laughs> uh, I think it's just cause like when you're, when you have, how do I say this? When you grow with guys, right. And they're, 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 they're going to probably, probably be your best friends. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have issues talking to them because you know, that's your boy, you know, right. like you guys know each other. Right. And then you grow with a girl with a girl. It's kind of like, Oh, like there's certain things you can't say or right. can't do with them because like, it could be considered inappropriate or, like, mm-hmm. just weird, I guess. And so, like, you're always kind of, like, allowed. cautious, right? Yeah, not allowed. So, you're kind of more cautious. You're, like, on the fence, you know? And guys need to, like, let go of fears. Like, just stop being shy. And the way I went about that was just talking to more girls. And the the issue with guys, I feel like, nowadays is that every guy, when they talk to a girl, they, they're trying to, like, hit home runs, you know? Like, okay, this is the girl I'm going to go after. And if it doesn't work, well, fuck them, you know? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Move on to the next one. Okay, now, while that might be kind of like a good way of looking at it, you're kind of missing the big idea, like the long, long term. Okay, what if this girl didn't work out with you, right? And she rejects you. Okay, it doesn't mean you have to burn the bridge immediately. What if that girl has more friends? <coughs> oh, <coughs> oh, You okay? You okay? Yeah, continue, you okay? bro. <coughs> Hey, home yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically, you don't want to bring, burn the bridges with that girl because that girl could potentially bring, like, someone else into your life that you never would have expected or would have met without that certain person, you know? Right. And that's happened to me. Um, I've met a bunch of girls, like, through that same method, if you want, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that. Um, what other insecurities do people have? Like, oh, just being nervous. Like, maybe have your best friend, like, hype you up and, like, get in the zone, you know? Like, yeah, your hype um, man. Yeah, and the big thing is, like, and I will continue to say this forever, is your mental game, like, your physical, like, they go hand in hand, right? Let's say, like, for example, you get a haircut, right, boys? Mm Mm-hmm. You get a fresh cut, are you feeling yourself, yes or no? Of course, always. Dude. You have to. If you don't feel, if you don't feel yourself after getting a cut, then you didn't, you know. And if you guys need a quality haircut... Go to Deborah's Barbershop. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> that's the quality. I don't care what anybody tells me. If you want good haircuts, that's the place to go. Anyways, like I said, you get a good fresh haircut, right? Okay. You're feeling good. Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Does it not give you more confidence to talk to anybody in that matter? Yeah, of course. You you own a business? You're going to have a big business meeting? Maybe uh, potentially open up, get a sponsorship? Are you going to go in with, like a, with however your hair is? Or do you want to get a haircut? No, you want to look good. You want to look presentable. You want to, like... And why? Why does that make you feel better? Because it not only adds, like, value to yourself, you know, not, like, not financial value, but it just gives you, like, it gives other people, like, a good appearance of yourself. Like, oh, this guy takes care of... Right, so basically, you know, you end up feeling good about yourself, right? right. Now, when I say hand-in-hand hand with the mental game, I mean mindset. The mindset is if you if you respect yourself, if you know what you're about... And especially if you think you know you look good, that's gonna help you. Mm-hmm. So, why not stop being shy, get your shit together, and then go talk to that girl. And like I tell my cousin all the time, when you go up to a girl, guys, is it the first time you're gonna get rejected? No. Now be honest with yourselves. No, right? Will it be the last time you get rejected? No. Probably not, unless it is your last time. <laughs> but you don't know that, right? You don't know that. Yeah. So. 
that's that's kind of what I think about when I before I talk to somebody. And uh, while this might seem a little bad or sound bad, I like to flirt with like all of like everyone. But like I like do it harmlessly, you know. Like so this kind of my it's way of a like natural thing he does that I've seen plenty <laughs> of times. So like it's just kind of like. I don't like leave them on, but like it just kind of like loosens it loosens up everyone. You know, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. It makes you feel comfortable. Like oh, like you know, what I mean, like just give them compliments here and there. You don't have to be like like daring or like oh, you're looking beautiful. Like what you doing after? No, what? No, like and like I said last episode, like girls get a lot of compliments and the same ones all the time. Like why would you give them the same ones that they already hear? They're gonna be insensitive to it. But anyways, that's I've already said this. What what what, what about you, man? I think, like, the biggest insecurity is um, just, like, confidence, like you said. You, there's not a lot of people, or nowadays it's super hard because, like, if you get rejected or if you, like, you don't get the person you want, they'll be, like, they'll freaking feel it, you know. They're like, ah, damn, well, no one wants me to like, go cry in the fucking closet. And um, I think just having that experience, and like you said, it's not the first time you're going to get rejected and it's not going to be the last, hopefully. To right. all my kings out there. Uh, sure, just, kings especially. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, just, I think it's a matter of just getting experience, you know, just, like you said, just, it comes, it might come across bad, like we say, but just don't, like, make it seem so obvious, just naturally flirt with everyone. Yeah, just, just, yeah, just, just be charismatic, I would say. Yeah, just, um, by flirting, we just kind of mean, like, just practice talking to all girls. Like, it doesn't matter appearance-wise, personality-wise, the more personalities you encounter, the better, because that way in the future you kind of have a an an understanding of what you like and what you don't like in mm-hmm. a woman, and yeah, just basically look look. I think the guys and and women too, you guys should have a list of what high value men mean to you and what are high value women. Yeah, and with that being said, like I think that would be you would find out like kind of what is your your mm-hmm. type, and I don't want to hear from nobody, and I will continue to say this forever. Appearance does matter. Like, you're not going to date someone you're not attracted to, like, 100%. Like, okay, maybe, like... No, I know what fuck that. Yeah, you're not going to date anybody you're not attracted to. So, is it more about personality or appearance? Oh, I'll tell you what. Especially for me, like, appearance does make a big, big big difference for me. But, look, you can date somebody. Let's say you get married to someone very beautiful. And the personality in the beginning, you don't really care about. But with age and with time that beauty starts to like go away mm-hmm. per se and the personality is what's left you know and right. do you want to wake up one day and realize oh damn i kind of married a a bitch <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. you're kind of a dick and you kind of you're not as proud of as, of showing off your girl and right. me personally I, i'm gonna show off my girl like all the time like and when i don't like when people like third party people like start saying Oh, why are you dating this person? Like, bro, why do you care? Like, right. you're not dating her. You're like, relax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chill out, dude. Get yourself a girlfriend first. And <laughs> oh. then you can talk, you know? Yeah. So, that, that's what I think. I, I think you, you, you hit a spot on it. But I think a lot of people nowadays will... Well, like you said, the third party will be like, Oh, why are you dating this person? But if you say, like, oh, yeah, I'm just, like, appearance matters to me, people will be like, oh, but it's personality, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So, actually, I didn't answer. I didn't finish it, right? So, like... Um, appearance does matter, but personality should be what weighs the most. Okay. You know, like, I don't want to use the number system because that's kind of bogus, but <laughs> basically, you have to be attracted to the person because if you're not attracted to the person, like, you don't know how long that relationship will last. So, personality should matter to you guys. And, yeah, just find a balance, balance in there and you guys should find your girl, I guess. Just don't be lame. Be charismatic. And always remember, guys, like, everything that you want in life is outside your comfort zone. So, basically, all the treasures, everything that you want in life, all the goals, as soon as you get out of your comfort zone, more than anything, you, you're you most likely to achieve it. So, I thought this was the gentleman's hour, not the wisdom hour. <laughs> Sorry. Appreciate that, you know, he hit, he's hitting us with some wisdom. But, um... It's a long life I live, man. It's a long life. What other, what other wisdom, like, or what other tips do you, like, think you should, uh, or guys should adapt to when talking to, like, a girl? Or hit, like, for the first time, when they deal with these insecurities? Um, I feel like talk to one of your best friends, mm-hmm. get them to, like, hype you up, I guess, 
And as a man, you should know exactly what your value do. Like, know your value, guys. And, and, and for the women, too. Like, don't let a guy, like, push you around right. and, like, treat you like garbage or objectify you, you know? Mm-hmm. So, as long as someone knows their value, that's all that should matter. Like, you get rejected, okay, so what? Like, like we said, it's not the first time you're going to get rejected. And it won't be the last time you get rejected. Until it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, just stay confident, guys. And mindset's everything. Maybe, like, in the morning, you wake up. You listen to a little bit of like uh, motivational videos, and what I've learned is that when I listen to like motivational motivational videos in the morning, it kind of like helps my mood throughout the day because okay. that's that's my mood. Like, oh, I woke up, you feel motivated, okay. So it like it ignites you. Yeah, exactly, and I feel like I'm like I got this, I got this, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, another question, you know, to end this off on a strong note, what do guys? Uh, find annoying like like girls do. What do guys find that's annoying? That girls do. Or what are things that girls do that are annoying for yeah. guys? Basically, okay. Oh, what are things that girls do that are annoying me? Um, number one, if they're a dickhead. Okay. You can't be a dickhead, you know. It's but you know you gotta be good with kids. This is just my okay. Like just for me, like you have to be good with kids. Um, be humble and. Look, I've dated so many toxic women in my <laughs> life that I've gotten to the point where I'm sick of them. <laughs> so, like, look, man, like, if you're toxic, you don't need it. And I'll tell you why, man. All right, why? Everyone nowadays is a thought. Or they try to make themselves look like they're a thought and they think it's super cool. And, like, yeah, it's the trend. But whatever, man, I don't care. I'd rather... <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> so, like... Okay, <laughs> so like, <laughs> so listen, what I'm trying to say is, what pisses me off the or what makes me cringe the most are the girls who are like, I know I have a good heart. And I was, I'm not saying that thoughts, quote unquote, are yeah. not, are, don't have a good heart. It's just that the <laughs> girls who act like thoughts who were never like that. Yeah. It, it just makes you cringe. You know, they're putting up a front because right. I feel like they're trying to like. Fit into like. The, the trend, yeah, 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 the norm, yeah, yeah. you know, society's norm. Like, be just be yourself. That's that's the number one quality that I feel like is important to me. Like, just mm-hmm. be genuine. And if you want to be a thought, be a thought with your man's, or be a thought. I guess can a man be a thought? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've actually like someone. I forgot it was like grade school or some shit like that. Someone came up to a guy and he was like, "You're such a man whore," or something oh. like that. But, uh, yeah, I, like it goes both ways, I guess. Yeah, so, like, I mean, some guys can be a dickhead, like, and you can be in a relationship and yeah. still act like you're single. Like, okay, that that's a whole other topic that we'll cover maybe tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, next week. But, yeah, the girls who put up a front, like, no, nah, don't put up a front, just be you. And, like, and if you, like, have a wild side, have your wild side. When you're partying with your girls, okay, cool. But, like, don't be like, oh, don't, like, force it right. if it's not yeah, if it, part of your personality. If, if it's not natural. It's just like, uh, just like, yeah. It doesn't like it doesn't sit like people around you will notice it. It's just that like whether or not they want to tell you. Yeah, you know? it's just all facade. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I think is cringe. What about you? No, I think, uh, I think this podcast has helped us, or at least me, see that we have a lot in common. Because I agree. Like, why just put up front? Like. You know, it's just like it's not worth it because like be straightforward, right? Um, another thing uh, with being straightforward that probably um, you know that annoys me is just I don't like we were talking about trends and everything. I don't know if it's a trend, but it's just like leading on. It's just like just be straightforward. Like there's no point in wasting time. I feel like an issue with that is like a girl lead you on mm-hmm. if they're like if they consider you like the backup plan. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Oh, like, no one let me talk worst. to him. They just talk to him because, like, I want, like my it, plan A is, like... like a rebound. You're basically a yeah, rebound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's kind of annoying. But we, as men and ladies, I'm speaking up for you, men do that too. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean... Sadly, this man has... as. <laughs> has <laughs> <laughs> um, what? <laughs> yeah, you, dude. What, 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 what have I done? You, let, you lead women all the time, dude. <laughs> I think it's like uh, Uno reverse day, <laughs> um, but but that's the thing. Like, like g- uh, girls like know that there's like guys like that, 
and they still go for them, even though people like know like the reputation and everything. And I'm like, that's why when that's that's when being a nice guy fails you because a nice guy was a nice guy, a guy who's always there for you, mm-hmm. who will do anything for you, change your plans for you. I mean, I don't know. Th- those those like are Sims though. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, sadly, <laughs> like and there's like, look, when you're a high value man, yeah, you don't change your time for a woman. Like, you need to be occupied. Now, if it's your girl, if it's your wife, and it's something important, then then you can see mm-hmm. if you're flexible en- enough with your time. But if you're, like, in the dating phase of it, like, yeah. you have to be, like, about your time. You have to be, like... Know your worth. Yeah. And just know, like, you can't be setting aside your issues or, like, your, your goals to Got solve it. another person's... Person. Yeah, it, it to be about you first. And yeah. then... But the thing is, like, like I was saying, like, girls know, like, the type of guys they're, like, talking to. And then they end up getting their heart broken when everybody told them. From the start. From oh, the start. And then they're like, oh, he loved me. Or he did this. Or he cheated. I'm like, well, I mean, what'd you expect? You, like, fucking knew who he was. Like, Shout out to Yachty. <laughs> oh, my days. Uh, but it's just, like. Yeah, you feel bad, but at the same time, you're like, well, it sounds like a you problem to me. Like, Well, like, they just, it kind of sounds like you you should have known better. Right, and but they keep doing that shit, and it's like, it bothers like, it's But that's so, how people learn from their mistakes. Yeah, but I, don't, I just, I don't know, it's just like... So like, basically, leading on, just, uh, you know what, and the other person who gets led on, they should know too. If, if, if they're like, quote-unquote, chasing them, you, first of all, you shouldn't even be chasing mm-hmm. said person you know like if it's a girl or a guy that you're chasing don't chase them be about yourself first and that's what attracts high value men or women yeah, but what if they're caught up like in feelings though like they're caught up in the situation in their past relationship no they're just like okay like um like oh like like you just said the chasing effect or like this chase situation like yeah you're talking but you're talking to a person but then they're like uh you know, they're switching up time and you're then you switch up your time or they flake on you. You're like, oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. You kept chasing, but they're caught up because they're like, oh, no, this is t- I'm interested. I'm heavily inter- interested into this person, but they just keep like leading you on. So they're like, so they're making you change your plans and then they flake on you. Mm-hmm. Oh, they drop that person. Like that's first of all, that's hella disrespectful. And dude, like, OK, if that happens one time. OK, fair play. Maybe something did happen. If it happens a second time. Oh, no. Oh, no. First of all, they flake, say nothing. And if they if they really had to, like, flake again for some reason, they should be the one to contact you. Because not only did you move your schedule aside one time for them, if you do a second time and they still disrespect you like that, no. Man or woman, do not take that shit. You move on and you find someone else who respects you. Damn, sorry. That's what I think. Um, but, yeah, I think we hit, uh, we hit it. You know, spot on. Had a good ending to it. Explained it well. We're definitely going to be diving into more topics like this. So, ladies, if you guys want to continue to get more cheat codes, continue sending us more questions, and we'll tell you why guys do the things that they do. And for the men, stick around, because we will continue to talk about what we think makes a high-value man. Yeah, so thank you guys for the feedback. You guys killed it on last week's episode. Smashed it. Yeah, truly appreciate it. This has been the Gentleman's Hour. Deuces. Bop!